1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. So who is this person? It's John Chuckery. Are you sure? Sports Radio 929 the game.
0: Sports Radio 929 The Game.
2: Back with the John Chuck Show Halfway home on this Thursday evening. 404 741 That's the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. Odyssey app is how you catch us on the go. Social media is at 19 on the game on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I'm at JMCH316. He is at underscore Dylon Matthews. We'll uh, get to uh, oh, That's Life coming up here in about 20 minutes from right now. But... I'm going to bring up a name for the Atlanta Falcons. And it may not be the sexiest name. May not cost you a lot of money. He may not be any kind of long-term answer to anything that you have to solve. But I would be very much in the mode of if I could get Justin Houston to come back here in play for a year or two. So, Justin Houston, last year with the Baltimore Ravens, right? He's played the last two seasons for the Baltimore Ravens. He was on a one-year, $3.5 million contract. So he's a a free agent at the end of this year, right? So he's now in the free agency. And, And he has made overtures that he wants to go back to the Baltimore Ravens. Now, Depending on what happens with Lamar Jackson, because I still don't think that Lamar Jackson is going anywhere. I I don't I don't believe that he's gonna go anywhere except the Baltimore Ravens. Either they'll sign him to a long term contract or they're gonna play with him for a year or two on the franchise tag until they can lock him up. But I don't believe that I, I don't anytime that these things come to fruition. They always end up back with their team, right? Remember in the NBA when, you know, Bradley Beal was going to take all this less money and do this, and then he ended up taking, you know, max money for, you know, the, the Washington Bullets or whatever they are, okay? Justin Houston, how, how many sacks do you think Justin Houston had last year? He's 34 years old, okay? Um, he was 33 last year, 34 years old right now. He was one sack short of a $500,000 bonus. No, half a sack short of a $500,000 bonus. How many sacks do you think Justin Houston had? Ten and a half. Nine and a half. Oh, that was my second guess. Mm -hmm. Yep. He had nine and a half sacks last year in 14 games and one start. Okay? It's pretty good. I had a guy two years ago start 14 games. 14 games and register three quarterback hits and no sacks in Stephen Means, okay? That's how drastic the production is. The last three years, he's had 22 sacks. He had nine and a half last year. He didn't have much of a year the year before in 2021. He had four and a half. And then he had 20, sorry, in 2020, he had eight sacks. Can I tell you, I would kill for a guy to have nine and a half sacks that how many games do you think he started for the Ravens? How many starts do you think he made off that nine and a half sacks?
3: This past year, yes. Oh, you 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 said he had he started fourteen, or he just played in fourteen games.
2: He played in fourteen games. Okay, had
3: nine and a half sacks. I'm gonna say he started six. One. He only started one of those games. He had one start. Wow, that's some production right there. Yeah, he had
2: one start. He played fourteen games. He had nine and a half sacks. He also had, by the way, two. He had an interception. He had a forced fumble. He had a pass defended. He had um, seven uh, tackles for loss. He had 17 quarterback hits. We don't have two guys that have 17 quarterback hits combined on our team. Now, again, he's 34 years old. He's not a long-term solution but if I could get him on a one to two year deal and bring him home because by the way he's from statesboro uh, statesboro, Georgia right and that where he's uh, he's from yeah he's from Statesboro went to Statesboro High School, right obviously he played at the University of Georgia, right Why can't we bring him home? We got money look. I would even pay. He played for $1 and $3.5 million. <clears throat> Can I tell you, I'd give him 5 or $6 million, and then I'd give him some incentives. You know, he was half a sack away from $500,000 more. Hell, I'd give him one for five and then build in for every five sacks that you get, Building in like a a million dollar. I I I'd, I'd load that thing up with bonuses. But I would love to have, and I wanted to have Justin Houston over the last couple of years before he even went to Baltimore and things like that. Even when he went to Indianapolis, you know, I was you know pining for Justin Houston. And, and you know his uh, you know his two years and two he had nineteen sacks in two years with Indy. He's had 14 sacks in two years, you know, with the four and a half, which is the real outlier. His last, how about this, his last four seasons from the age of 30, right? He's had 11, eight, four and a half, and nine and a half sacks in a season. 11, eight, four and a half, nine and a half. That's more sacks than we've had like the last three years, it seems. So I would very much love to bring Justin Houston back home. Bring him back home. If the if he doesn't work it out with the Ravens and and he's expressed interest that he has said that he would like to go back to the Baltimore Ravens. You know, he's he's made that kind of clear. But you know, you don't know what the and I don't know what the Ravens cap situation is. I know one thing, Lamar Jackson is going to command, you know, two hundred million dollars of guaranteed money. So whatever cap space is available or things like that, you're going to eat a lot of that kind of stuff up. Why can't we bring him home? Even let's say just say even he dropped down to seven sacks. Okay, take a, take away at thirty four years old, two and a half of his sacks. You know, what do I always say? How do I get to 40? Well, you know, you partner up Grady seven sacks with Justin Hughes. How do I get to 40 sacks? That's the magic number. That's the magic number for playoff defenses to be a good defense. That's the magic number. That's a minimum threshold. You want to be a playoff caliber defense? Get me 40 sacks. And it doesn't matter if two guys have 20 if five guys have eight, whatever it is, but get me to 40 sacks. And if he could get seven sacks, eight sacks, and, and literally all you do is just make him a specialist pass rusher. That's it. That's all you do. If he plays on third down and that's it, If he does nothing else but play on third downs and just go gets the quarterback, I'd be happy with it. We got money. We can, you know, we can do it. We've certainly got, you know, the the city and everything like that, right? You know, he's coming home. And I understand what his desires are, and I understand, you know, because he probably looks at the Ravens' defense and says, yeah, Ravens' defense, Falcons' defense. Yeah, I – I don't, I don't think that, you know, I don't, I don't know exactly that that's a better defensive group. But when you talk about guys who, you know, can be immediate help, and if we're going to start talking playoffs and this, that, and the other, we have to get to the quarterback. I mean, it's, it's not coincidence that because we can't sack the quarterback that we can't turn the corner on our defense. The the two things go hand in hand. You know, I'm it, it. It's just one of those things that in today's NFL, if you can't sack the quarterback, then you, you're not going to be playoff caliber a, a playoff caliber defense, a, a team that's going to make the playoffs. Unless, unless here's the exception to that rule. Unless you have the greatest quarterback and the most important player in the history of the NFL. So if you have the greatest quarterback in NFL history, you have the most important player in the history of the league, and he wears number 12 down in Tampa for right now. If you have that guy, then yes, you can bumble and stumble around and not sack the quarterback and all those things. But uh, uh, if if you don't have that guy and you have any other player that's different than number 12, That rule applies. Applied for Matt Stafford. Applied for for Brock Purdy. Applies for Pat Mahomes. Applies for every level that you got out there. But I would love to get Justin Houston back here. And I'm going to give you another name tomorrow that I read an article. I've read a couple of articles that say it's not a matter of if but when a guy is traded that I want to get in on because fixing this defense has got to be the number one priority and getting this thing right. And, yep, you, you drafted, what, second round, and what was D'Angelo Malone? Was he a third or fourth, third round pick? D'Angelo Malone, was that? Was he a third? I think Evan Cady was a second round pick. Was D'Angelo Malone a a third round pick? Dylan's looking that up right now.
3: He was a third-round pick, 82nd overall.
2: Okay, so I just invested capital in a second and a third-round draft pick, okay? You know what you got to do? Go invest the eighth pick in him in in a pass rusher. You can't have too many of those guys. You can't sack the quarterback enough times. You you can't be where you want to be until we get over that hump and hurdle. And if I have to go through... 20 year olds 34 year olds if I have to draft them in the first round if I have to sign aging veterans I don't care because we're not going to talk about playoffs and things like that you know again if you could if you can get me Tom Brady maybe we can have that talk short of that with Desmond Ritter Marcus Mariota you know Lamar Jackson, it just doesn't happen. So, again, Justin Houston, keep that name in mind. You know, let's see where he ends up because he he wants to play. You know, he's made it very clear that that he wants to play, and he's made it clear that he wants to play for the Ravens. You know, because they're a pretty good defense, right? They got to the playoffs with who? Who's the guy that played quarterback after Lamar Huntley? Tyler Huntley. Yeah. So Caleb Huntley or, you know, Brett Huntley or whatever, you know, whoever they got out there, they still were a playoff defense. All right, coming up, that's life. The most viewed streaming shows for 2022. I've got the list. We'll talk about that next, plus our top 10. Chuck Green, the Kia Studios, Sports Radio, ninety two in The Game, Odyssey.com out.
1: you put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Modelo is your reward. Modelo, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
0: Back to more John Chuckery. This party's gonna rock. Make some noise. Sports Radio 92.9, The Game.
2: Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. Back with you on the John Chuckery Show. 921, live from the Kia Studios. You know what time it is. That's life. That's
4: life. That's
2: what all the people say. 404-741-0929. That is the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. Odyssey apps, how you catch us on the go. Social media is at 929 nine game on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. At JMCH316, at underscore Dylan Matthews on Twitter. Our personal Twitter pages. All right. So, these are 2022's Top 15 Streaming Programs. So, most of these, I guess, are series on, on like, Netflix and various places and Disney and kind of stuff. There is one movie that's on, on this list. So... What do you think the one, two, three, four, whatever? What do you think is the most? What do you think is number one, as far as this is by billions of minutes viewed? Okay. So, what do you think is the number one series show? What have you? Is
3: this gl- is this globally or just in America?
2: Um. What does it say? It's it's from Nielsen, so I'm guessing that it's. It's in America, but again, okay. the internet is everywhere. It, it it includes Netflix, Amazon Prime, Disney Plus, Apple TV Plus, Booboo, HBO Max, <laughs> Fubu. um, and all that.
3: Okay, I'm going to go with. This is probably gonna. Does this include like doc. Is it is, it, is it like documentaries on here too? Like docu no. series? No? no. Okay. All right. I'm gonna go with Squid Game. Squid Game. Yes.
2: Um that didn't even get the top 15. Wow, okay, Stranger Things? Stranger Things was number 1. Ah, let's go. 52 billion minutes. Viewed. I love Stranger Things. Um, do you now, watch Stranger Things? I don't. My daughter. You doesn't. need to watch it, Chuck. You know, I know they have that string. I was. Because I asked my daughter, I said. They got the Stranger Things experience in Atlanta. Right. I said, do you want to go that Stranger Things thing? Like, no, I didn't even
3: nah, know the show. I'll give you a little quick insight. Josh Hagedone went. He said it. It's cool to go as a date. It's expensive though, so yeah, it's like forty bucks yeah. a piece. Yeah. Well, plus when you get in there and there's all this other stuff to do, like you you get, you can spend a little grip in there.
2: Well, it it is number one at fifty two billion minutes viewed. This is by billions of minutes viewed.
3: I put just real quick. Sorry, I put up a tweet to to promote like this the, this uh-huh. list in the segment. I put up a Stranger Things gif not knowing it was stranger things i just had a feeling it might be stranger things
2: now the second one is an old show um what do you think the second one is it, it's a it's an older show the office it has lots of different iterations to it and all that kind of stuff oh. it's uh, not the office
3: uh i have no idea then
2: ncis ah yep that makes sense it's It's got 38.1 billion minutes viewed. Curious, is Law & Order on this list too? Mm, No. Okay. Uh, Number three is, I don't even know what this is, Coco Melon? I never heard of that. Okay. Number four is Ozark.
3: Yes, Ozark is another great show.
2: That's filmed here. Yep. Um, Number five is Encanto. That's the movie.
3: Yes, the Disney
2: movie. Yes. Grey's Anatomy is number six. My daughter watches that. A lot of people love Grey's Anatomy. Criminal Minds is number seven. Makes sense. Bluey Bluey? is number eight. Yes. Never heard of it. (laughs) Um, Gilmore Girls is number nine. Okay. Seinfeld is ten. Okay. Supernatural is number 11. Yep. Wednesday is number 12.
3: Wednesday is up there already? Wednesday just came out. 18.6 billion minutes viewed. Wow. Wednesday literally just came out like a month ago. Okay. Um Heartland? Never heard of it.
2: Cobra Kai, which is the Makes Karate sense. Kid stuff. I got to watch Wednesday now. And then
3: uh The Simpsons rounds out the top 15. Yeah, yeah Wednesday is uh is based is like Kind of a spinoff of like the Adams family. It's about one of the Adams oh, family daughter, the, 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 the daughter. daughter Wednesday. Yeah, it's. Are
2: they doing a movie with her, or is this is this just this like? I don't show know. Or I'm not
3: sure if they're doing a okay. movie, but yeah, this is about the this is about her. It's a show about when she goes okay. to like this school or whatever, and yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, okay. That I I have seen something like advertised for that. Yeah, uh, it was. I didn't know if it was a movie or a show. or It's whatever a show. Like that. Jen
3: Ortega, who plays Wednesday, she yes. does a phenomenal yes. job.
2: Okay, yeah. So yeah. I, I did. I did see her because they 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 listed her name attached with with it. Um, okay, so there you go. That's your that's your top fifteen shows that uh, for the year twenty twenty two for streaming. Are you familiar with Zelda: The Legend of Zelda?
3: Yes. A okay. game. Yes.
2: There is a copy of the 1987 uh nes you know so that's nintendo right nintendo nes yes the legend of zelda it was graded out as a 9.4 a plus wow how much do you think it's sold for
3: i would say
2: mm, 10 grand one hundred and twenty thousand dollars is what it sold for. Man. Goodness! Now, what's so I? I have heard of the game, and I have heard that mint condition copies go for a lot of money. But what is so great about
3: Zelda? I don't know. I've seen the game played. I've never played the game myself. I don't see what's so great about it. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know why people like it so much. Yeah,
2: I, I again, I don't know anything about it. It's but, a
3: very obviously it's a, Zelda's been around forever. Um, yeah, but yeah, I don't, I don't know.
2: Yeah, but it's uh, it, it sold for a hundred and twenty thousand dollars, man. That's that's just. So, anyway, all right. Happy birthday today to Bob Uecker, Eddie Van Halen, and the late great Gordon Solit. Let me ask you, because I haven't been disappointed in a while and. <laughs> You know, I'm feeling good and I just wanna I wanna I wanna just crush my mood. <laughs> Do you have any idea who Gordon Soli is?
3: I know uh Jeff Gordon Ramsey. Are they related? Uh, <sighs> <laughs> hmm. Um Gordon Soley
2: is the you know, former, you know, six oh five on TBS Georgia Championship Wrestling and all that stuff announcer, wrestling announcer. Nope. Great Gordon Soley, yeah, WCW and well one his Jim even Jim Crockett promotions and all that kind of stuff. So um I know Gordon Ramsay can make a can make a mean sandwich. All right, so somebody on our on, on my Twitter page says that cocoa melon is like for kids. Well, that's why I don't know it. I mean oh, you know, okay. that makes sense again, even in my most brain dead state of mind, um, you know, I don't really understand these things. Um cocoa melon so there you go cocoa melon's a i guess a a kids cartoon or something like that and nursery rhymes and all that kind of stuff so um you know i know cocaine um you know i i know cocaina (laughs) you know i mean it's not it's not the same thing oh it's not no those things are not for kids okay all right you know now i i've had the uh cut up melon you know the the um what is it, the hairy buffalo party, you know, when you <laughs> cut the melon up and you soak it in alcohol? Oh, like, I've that's had all good. that. Yeah, yeah I've yeah, had all yeah. that stuff. But, yeah. yeah, I don't know about any of those other things. All right, so tonight's top ten. In honor of Bob Uecker's birthday today, top ten favorite former professional athletes turned actor or actress. Dylon, the floor is yours.
3: All right, so I'm going to go down um, from ten to one here. And I found my list, and I, I. It, it's kind of hard ranking these because some of these are actually pretty good, um, but I think I know how I want to rank them. Damn. So I'm gonna start at uh, at number ten. I am going to go with. Oh, let me see here. I think I'm gonna go with. Uh, this is this is actually kind of this is actually kind of tough. I'm gonna go with. You don't have to put them in order, by the I know. Right. I'm going to go with... Kareem should be higher, but this is... Okay, I'm going to do no particular order then. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is on the list, because um, what what was the name of that movie he was in? He was Luau Cinder still at that time, wasn't he? No. He was, he was Kareem.
2: He was Kareem? He was in a couple of movies. Oh, he was? Uh, yes. Okay. He was in Airplane. That's okay, the one i When he's a about. pilot. Yes. And then... Um, What's the what's the Bruce Lee um movie that he fought Bruce Lee um at the end of the movie? What is that Crouching um, Tiger movie? Is that
3: him? Is that is that, that movie? Hidden Crouching Tiger? What's the name of it? Oh
2: boy. <laughs> oh boy. Um uh Game of Death. Game oh, of Death. Game of Death, yes. I've heard he of was that. in Game of Death. So yes. he fight he Kareem Abdul Jabbar and Bruce Lee fight at the end of
3: that movie. Um, and then he was in airplane as well. I'm also gonna go uh, Ronda Rousey. She has her her, her film career has just kind of gotten started a little bit. She's also in a game. Did you know she's in a she's in a game you can get on your phone? Uh, I saw a
2: commercial for her. Yeah, because she's still involved in wrestling and all that kind of stuff. I saw a commercial for her promoting some kind of game. Yes. She was in the Expendables. It's Raid. She was in the Expendables Three.
3: Yep. You yep. know,
2: I guess it's probably her most prominent role,
3: but yes. So I got Ronda Rousey on the list as well. And I'm going to go with uh, Kevin Garnett, too. He was in that uh, Adam Sandler movie on Uncut Gems. He was actually really good in that movie. Okay, He he, he played a really good role. Um, I I mean, he played himself, so I I guess he should have been good. But I I did not see... You You haven't seen Uncut Gems? I did not see Cut Rubies or whatever. I think you should really watch Uncut Gems. It's a really good movie. I think you would like Uncut Gems. I really do.
2: Is that the one that came out recently where he's like a...
3: He's like a better and, you know. Oh, like,
2: no. Okay. All right.
3: That's well, you're, you're probably still up. thinking the same one.
2: No, I mean, the he's like an – isn't he like a pro scout or something like that? This, this oh, no, that no, 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 no,
3: no, no. Yeah, that okay. like, yeah, that's the newest, newest one. Okay. That, that came right. out very, very okay. recently. Yeah, All Uncut right. Gems came out some years ago.
2: Okay. Because he's a he's a basketball scout or whatever yeah. like that. Yeah.
3: That one has uh, – that one's got Anthony Edwards, uh, Willie, or Hon- Honcho Gomez, or whatever his Use name me? is. Me? Okay. <laughs> Uh, I think Tra- I think Trey Young makes an appearance. Yeah. I think Trey Young makes an appearance in okay. that movie too. But anywho, um, yeah. But check out Uncut Gems. It's actually pretty good. Okay, next I'm gonna go with Rich Fox. Rich Fox. He's been in some TV series. He's Ho- been in some on, movies. Hold on. Hold on. What's his name? Oh no, no, no. That's wait. You know who I'm talking about. Not Rich yeah. Fox. Um
2: who's, who's the one that's brain dead? Rick here? Fox. Rick yeah. Fox.
3: I don't know why I said Rich Fox. Rick Fox. Formerly,
2: formerly Mrs. Uh, Vanessa Williams.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Yes, and a uh, former Los Angeles Laker and all that good stuff. So I yes. got uh, Rick Fox, not Rich Fox, Rick Fox on the list. Um, obviously, you have to go uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. He has to be on this list as well. High, um, high catalog, you know, he's he's been in a, a lot of good stuff. Um, so I got Schwarzenegger on the list as well. I uh, also have Terry Crews. Terry Crews was a professional athlete at one point in time. He wasn't at the highest of heights, but I'm going to go with uh, Terry mm-hmm. Crews. I also he's have – He's in all
2: the Expendable movies. He's mm-hmm. been –
3: He's been in all kinds of stuff. Everybody hates Chris, obviously. Yeah. Uh, so
2: the, the remake of the uh, Longest Yard and all that stuff. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, John Cena got to put him on the list. He's been in he's been in some movies. Obviously, we know him from uh, the WWE. Mm-hmm. So I got John Cena as well. I have uh, Shaq. Got the big Diesel. He's been in some Adam Sandler movies as well. He was in Grown Ups, so he's he's been in some other things too. I have The Rock. Him and Kevin Hart obviously have done a, a lot of good things together. And uh, he's done huh? some okay movies what, himself. Wait, wait, wait! What? The Rock, Dwayne no, The no, Rock no, Johnson. No, no, no. What'd you What'd you say after that? Him and Kevin Hart. They've had. Huh? They've had. They got some. What? They got some okay movies. Again, who's the one brain dead here? Kevin Hart, and The Rock. Okay, if I'm saying they both they have done some good movies together. Okay, they haven't done any good movies together.
2: <laughs> okay, Kevin Hart's the most unfunny person in America. Kevin Hart has some funny moments. Yeah, he. Those two guys haven't done anything good together.
3: I li- Central Intelligence was okay. So- if they got arrested, that'd be the good thing that they did together. Oh, my gosh. Okay. All right, but number one, number one, and I'm very impressed with with how far he has come as an actor, Dave Bautista. Oh, yeah, I've got Bautista on my list He's well. He's very yeah. good. Obviously, he's been um, Drax in all the Marvel movies. And this latest movie that he has coming out, the one where, yeah, you know. Yeah, where he,
2: it's like in the cabin or yeah, whatever, and, in the woods or whatever. And you whatever. have to come,
3: like, yes, to, like, yeah. Sacri- yeah, yeah. They want them like, sacrifice their family so the rest of the people can live. And it's it, it, it seems like it's going to be a weird movie. And then he was actually – have you seen any of the Knives Out movies, Knives Out or Glass no, Onion? I, I'm familiar with them because it's
2: Daniel Craig and all that. Yes. yes.
3: So Dave Bautista was in the second movie. They, you don't have to – Watch the first one because they're both kind of their standalones. Right. It's Daniel Craig is just he's a, he, it's a, he's a detective right. doing he's different the detective cases. That, right, yeah. yes. So he was in the second one, Glass Onion, which was very very good. I watched it. Uh, not he too was long also
2: ago. in, um, one of the Stallone movies, yeah. with the Prison Breakout, that was straight to video. Like yes, when when he like he he filmed that movie with Schwarzenegger and and him and they broke out of the prison. And then the second one was like straight to video, like it didn't even come right. out in the
3: theaters. It was like straight to video. So but the the Glass Onion movie, he was very good in that too. So Dave Batista, he's number one for me right now because I, I just think his actual arc as an actor, he's he's actually yes. become very good as an actor. So I I've, I've got Batista on my list as well. Um, I've got a couple of the you
2: know guys that were in all the good black exploitation black exploitation movies, Fred Williamson and Jim Brown. Yep. Um, those two guys. Uh, I've got Fred Dreyer on my list because I was a big fan of Hunter growing up. Fred Dreyer was in the TV series Hunter, and the main reason is because of Stephanie Kramer, who made me feel funny. But anyway, <laughs> um, I've got Bob Eucher because he was actually Bob Eucher. Besides Major League and all that, as the announcer, he was actually pretty good in Mr. Belvedere. He was actually he was actually played a funny role in Mr. Belvedere. Um, Bubba Smith from the Police Academy movies, Andre the Giant, who was ah, in The Princess yep. Bride. He was fantastic in The Princess Bride. That was that was a fantastic movie. Alex Karras was both in Blazing Saddles. He was Mongo, who punched the horse in the mouth, and then he was in Webster. You remember Webster?
3: No, of course I know not. Webster's Dictionary.
2: <laughs> Moving on, um, and then my last two Orenthal, <laughs> just because I like to I, I like to put Orenthal on any list that I <laughs> that I can have here from the Police Academy movies, and then uh, number one on my list, Apollo Creed. He played oh, he yeah. played in the Canadian Football League. That's a good one. Uh, Carl Weathers um, from uh, from Predator, from the you know Apollo Creed. Yes. Uh, what else? Did, oh, from Action Jackson, you bot tore that boy's arm off. He had a spare. Anyway. <laughs> All right. When we come back, we will uh, hear from Eric at home, our uh, draft analyst and covers the NFL uh, for NFL.com. What he had to say coming up next Chuck Ring the Kia Studios, Sports Radio, not to the game, honestly.com app. I just pick myself up and get.
0: to more John Chuckery. No, 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 I'm having a good time. Having a good time. Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Sports Radio
2: 92.9, The Game, back with you on the John Chuckery Show, hanging out in the Kia Studios on this Thursday evening. 4047410929, that's the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. We'll get back into this Trey Young conversation a little bit later on in the show, Odyssey App Catch on the Go, Social Media, nine on the Game, at JMCH316 on my Twitter page. He is at underscore Dylan Matthews. Well, we got conference championship games. We got the Senior Bowl uh, next week. We got combine through the spring. We got a lot going on here. Just even not just uh, with the as the regular or I guess the the football part of the season wraps up all the offseason stuff which is really just as fun to get into let's uh, head out to the wait hotline let's talk to our buddy eric edholm he is at uh at eric underscore edholm of course covers the nfl nfl draft eric buddy as always man uh, appreciate catching up with you here in atlanta for a few minutes
5: yeah good to be on and uh what, what do you think of these games you know, I, I think the two
2: teams that lead the NFL in sacks are going to end up winning this thing, and that's the Eagles and the Chiefs. And, you, you know, I, yeah. I, I always say, you know, maybe defense doesn't win championships anymore, but, boy, Eric, if you can't sack the quarterback in today's league, it really holds you back from being, you know, a, a playoff-caliber team or a team that can make any kind
5: of real – deep run in the playoffs there's like a little hidden unspoken Falcons thing going on in this isn't there you know, like, <laughs> kind of alluding to the fact that they had you know fewer sacks the last three years combined than the Eagles had this season that's a stat how about that right yeah 68 sacks for Philly and and Brock Purdy He's been a great story. I mean, he's played unbelievably well. You know, he's probably changed how the 49ers are going to look at their quarterback position going forward in one way or another. But dealing with that pass rush is going to be a problem, I think. I mean, at least you know part of the game. And he's had two slow first halves where you know the the they've the defense has kind of held serve and they've been able to get things done in the second half. And on the other game, as you mentioned, I mean, look, I chiefs do get after it they'll they'll sell out for some stacks they're willing to to give up some plays at times um and when they've sat back in zone against the bengal's it hasn't really worked out that well so yeah and and remember as, as well as the the bengal's offensive line played last week and we can't gloss that over they were tremendous with three backups in there you know it it's not guaranteed to work just as well this week i mean that that could be an issue that comes up so I think you're onto something there.
2: You know the funny thing too Eric is, you know, we we heard for so long that, you know, well, um the Buffalo Bills kryptonite is Pat Mahomes. Well, the Kansas City Chiefs kryptonite is Joe Burrow. I mean, so it's it's kind of a reversal of roles uh, in this. I think it's what, three straight games that the that the Bengals have beaten uh the Chiefs and look when you have that kind of quarterback and that kind of wide receiver it never feels like you're out of a game does it i mean you can just when you need a big play and you have chase and burrow it feels like you can always be in a game or you're just one play away from turning things
5: around yeah oh absolutely i i think there's a case to be made that you know, the Bengals skill position players are better than what the chiefs have and nothing against, I mean, I think Travis Kelsey is the best, maybe the best tight end ever, but uh, you know, you just look up and down the board with chase and Higgins and, you know, they've been able to get stuff out of guys like Trent Irwin lately and, 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 you know, Hayden Hurst. And, and so, you know, it's, it's been fascinating. Joe Mixon's running as well as he has. And they, you know, they ran the football great last week. So there's, there's so many problems that that offense presents for you and Burrow, you know you could argue he's the MVP runner up or something to to Mahomes some people may say he should win it right so it's it's a whole host of issues that that offense presents assuming the offensive line holds up and yeah i mean it's just it's it's worth pointing out that you know they the chiefs have had a lead i believe in the second half of each of those three games correct me if i'm wrong i i think that's the case and Burrow's led him back, and and he's had the better of the. That's why you know Mike Hilton felt comfortable calling it Bur- uh, Burrowhead Stadium, right? I mean, that's the bold statement. He's only won there once that I can remember, but still, I mean, he'll go in there with a lot of confidence and for good reason.
2: Eric at home joining us on the WaitFor.com dot com hotline covers the NFL and NFL draft. You know what's interesting, Eric is just where all of these quarterbacks have come from and and their draft status. I mean, we have Mr. Irrelevant. We have the number one overall pick. And then, you know, we have a top 10 pick and we have a second round pick. It it really does feel like that as as important as quarterback is, and I still think it's obviously the most important position on the field, but – you have to get your line of scrimmage right. And I've and I've talked about this with the Falcons, just, you know, if you wanna be the 49ers, you know, they've they in the last eleven years have been to five conference championship games and they've had three quarterbacks. Like this is not Montana and Young anymore. This is three different quarterbacks right. in eleven years. But if you don't get your lines of scrimmage right and look last year. The um, – oh, gosh, who's the center out of Tennessee that, that the Chiefs drafted? Um, uh, oh, gosh. Yeah, Creed Humphrey. Yeah, Creed Humphrey. I mean, when you draft guys like that that come in and have big impacts for you, you, can you can get away with a lot of other things without maybe necessarily having, you know, the number one quarterback in the draft or whatever like that. You just – it feels like more and more as time goes on, you have to get your lines of scrimmage right – Besides just, you know, you can you can find quarterbacks, but you have to get that line of scrimmage on both sides of the football, correct?
5: Yeah. Fascinating, too, that, like, you know, the Chiefs get blown out by the Bucks in the Super Bowl. You know, they, they draft. They go and trade for for Orlando Brown. They, they draft Humphrey in round two. They draft Trey Smith in round five. They carpet bomb the position. Just like the Bengals did this offseason. You know, they went out and got – uh, Alex Kappa, and they went out and got uh, Lyle Collins, and, and you know, and, and they had already spent a first-round pick on Jonas Williams, and you know, I mean, it just Jonah Williams, excuse me, um, you know Ted Karras too. I mean, it just they they decided we we have to figure this out. We're, we're willing to commit resources to it. If you think about it, it's for forty what two or three percent of your offense is your offensive line. I yes. mean, there's always going to be five of them out there, and you know, if one piece of that group isn't tip top or at least you know solid then you have an bull weakness right there and so yeah i think that's absolutely the case and there are going to be injuries so you need your swing tackle you need your guy who can maybe play all three interior spots and then you have to have some developmental guys just in case things go wrong right like the Bengals have had these this rash of injuries and you know philly late in the year i mean the eagles had arguably the best offensive line one through five probably the first i don't know i'm just guessing but 13 14 weeks of the season they were great and then all of a sudden there was some slippage and it just wasn't quite the same and that's you know it, it coincided with hurts being out and all and you know they had trouble scoring points at the end of the year so there's a definite tie-in I think most coaches agree with that it just comes down to when you're spending the money it's a lot more fun to spend it on a quarterback wide receiver or pass rusher whatever cannot forget that offensive line
2: Eric, let me ask you about the draft. Um, you know, back all the way back in SEC media days, I saw Will Levis like up close and, and personal, and yeah. you know, I, I said he looks like Bo Callahan, the the, the phony quarterback from that draft day <laughs> movie, right? Like he's got yeah. the he's got the look, he's got the dress. He's he's like if you chiseled an NFL quarterback out of granite and said this is the specimen. Will Levis is it? Where do you have him? You know, amongst the the top quarterbacks. I mean, if I ask you, you know, kind of right now, and you know, we certainly got the Senior Bowl and things like that next week. But if I ask you about, mm-hmm. you know, the top four or five quarterbacks in this draft, wh- where which direction are you going?
5: I'll tell you what. I think there are more teams out there than people realize, and I, I realize you asking me my opinion, but I want to start with the fact that. You know, conversations I've had around the league have, have opened my eyes a little bit. And I watched a lot of Will Levis this year, and he didn't have a great season. He was banged up, and they lost a lot of guys from last year, and their play caller went to the Rams, and, you know, the, the thing kind of fell apart a little bit. It, it was a little bit like judging Mac Jones after his rookie year versus judging Mac Jones after his second year. It didn't look as good, but there's still a good player in Levis there. And what I was, the point I was trying to make was, Don't be shocked if he's the number one pick in the draft. If somebody trades up, you know, I really think that is a possibility. And it's going to, you know, it's going to, it's going to be the talking point when that storyline develops or doesn't develop for that matter. You know, I guarantee you, people are going to say it was, it happened with Herbert too. You know, people said, how are you taking Justin Herbert mock drafts and such over to a tongue of You just can't do it. Right. Well, now you might have a different answer, <laughs> right? Yeah. I don't know. You might. You, you know, some people might still love Tua, but it, it's going to happen if that occurs. That that debate will be there because, let's face it, again, the tape and the the stats didn't really add up last year. But, you know, it's the same argument that we had with Josh Allen or, or any other, you know, kind of quarterback that had some warts that we had to talk ourselves through. And that's what Will is. I mean, he, he throws a beautiful ball. He's a really good strapping young athlete, like you said. Uh, i'm willing to look past the fact that he puts mayo in his coffee i think it's disgusting but um <laughs> he's, a, he's a he's a smart kid too and he's tough he showed that this year so there's a lot to like there's also some room for improvement i mean he's a better physical specimen right now than cj stroud or, or or bryce young there's no you know getting around that so that physical traits do matter and i think it's going to Cause him to go, not cause, but lead him to go in the top five somewhere, maybe number one if, if the Bears trade out.
2: So, Eric, let me ask you about another Will, and that's Will Anderson. Um, you know, and I I, mm-hmm. I interviewed him uh, about I don't know about three months ago, and just had a chance to talk to him. And man, he is just such a a, a good kid and well spoken, and and everything else. Yeah. And, and obviously, he's a destructive defensive player. But if we all if we all agree that he's the consensus. Best defensive player in the draft. Who kind mm-hmm. of falls into that like two, three, four of best? No matter, regardless of position, whether they're safeties, corners, linebackers, defensive. Yeah. Who kind of lines up behind Will Anderson if he's the best at the at, at on the defensive side of the ball? Who's kind of that next kind of you know two, three, four guys after him?
5: Yeah. Yeah, good question. I mean, I it, with with clean medicals, you know, Brian Brzee from Clemson would might be in that discussion. I wouldn't quite put him that high. I think he's a good player, um, but we'll we'll leave him to the side for a minute. Um, there's, you know, I I think people are going to get real excited about Christian Gonzalez out of Oregon, the corner, once he runs a four three eight or whatever. It's six foot two. You know. <laughs> he's going to be this year's. So no, unbelievable athlete at that position of need for a lot of teams. And, and I think we'll go very high in the draft, but the guys who I think are, are most likely to be drafted on defense, you know, either before Anderson or immediately after him would be Jalen Carter out of Georgia. Obviously I'm sure everyone there knows his yep. body of work, little incomplete this season because of the injuries, but um, you know, out Side of the semifinals when he was healthy, I thought he looked terrific, you know, and he, and he played better in that second half of that of the of the semifinal game. But um, you know, it was you could see that this is an unusual guy. I, I think he's, yeah, I think he stood out even amongst last year's group that had Trayvon Walker and and you know and all these other guys. And I I, I was just sort of blown away when I watched him and and. We'll see. Great debate for, for between him and Anderson. The next guy that I would say maybe there is, is Tyree Wilson from Texas tech. I mean, talk about specimens. I mean, he is, uh, you know, you, you were sort of saying that well, this was like the great God of quarterbacks. Like then, then this is, you know, if he's Zeus, then this is Aries over here. I mean, cause Tyree Wilson's pretty darn impressive long arms, incredible build, you know, he's you, just nothing wrong with him physically, really explosive guy. Got overshadowed a little bit in the Big 12. I think he could end up going the, you know, somewhere in that top five, six, seven picks. Um, Miles Murphy too from Clemson will test very well and I think go very high. So those are kind of the that's the the names right now that make the most sense in that in that area. I would say. Check out
2: all of his work. Uh, he's can be found on NFL.com and other places. NFL uh, writer, NFL draft analyst eric Edholm, join us here on the wadeford.com hotline check him out on his twitter page as well at eric underscore Edholm. eric as always buddy appreciate it man uh good information as always and listen we'll be talking you know after the senior bowl and getting ready for draft because uh sure. listen it, it's uh you know it's christmas time for uh you know all these mocks and everything like <laughs> that so always appreciate you being on the show
5: if you don't have a Super Bowl contended, it's always the offseason. So, yeah, this <laughs> yeah, is our time of year. We'll, we'll have fun with it. Thanks, Ben. Another one bites
0: the dust. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.